Hi, this is Phoebe Shavery, and I'm here with your daily dose of energy, guys. We are on the last few days of August going into September. So I would like to say to you guys, um, this will be your September Virgo season uh, astrological overview. And I'll give you a bit of just an aura of what is happening, what we will be potentially experiencing and how this will unfold in each of our lives and also give you some counters and tips on how to navigate through, as usual, these different tides and unexpected changes and shifts that we are sure to see in one way or another. Before we get started, I want to say happy birthday to all of my Virgos. It is your season. And as per usual, you will definitely be teaching us a lot of things about ourselves. You'll be teaching us a lot of things about life and also allowing us to dig deeper slowly and very, very, very much so um, analytically as well. So I want to say to you guys, happy birthday. Thank you so much for everything, all that you have to teach us in advance and also everything that you have to share about yourselves that we ourselves are learning um, through you. So yeah, happy birthday. Now, also, I want to say to each and every one of you that have family or friends or know of anyone, maybe you yourself are living anywhere near the Gulf Coast and you're listening to my voice right now, um, meaning you are anywhere near Louisiana, you are near the Mississippi uh, border lines of going into the Gulf in any type of way. I want you to know that you are in our prayers. You're in my thoughts. Um, I'm also obtaining a lot of resources to extend to those in need. So if you do know someone or you yourself may be in need of some resources of shelters or of anything that could help you um, as this unprecedented storm um, hurricane is unfolding and we are constantly getting updates and etc and so on if you or someone you know is in need of any type of assistance please do reach out to me at teambmshavery at gmail.com um, any resources that I have that I can share with you guys I definitely will I know that um, this is a very difficult time I do remember I was 19 when Hurricane Katrina occurred, and I don't want to get into that here. There's that I don't want to get into it here, but I do remember when it occurred, and I remember the effects that it had. I myself and over a hundred others um, worked with housing of the people who were moved from Louisiana to here between Dallas and Houston, and I was on the ground level helping to get people the resources that they needed. So this actually is what started me in this whole journey of hope dealing, of helping and being of assistance because I got firsthand experience in helping people who had lost everything um, to regain their confidence, to regain their ability to believe in themselves, but also to help them fight for what was rightfully already theirs. And I, that is one of the most transformative moments of my life. And I've kept in touch with a lot of 
those people at now 37 years old, a lot of them are much older, but have rebuilt and just, just amazing. It's amazing. It's an amazing, um, life, you know, to, to have seen a lot at, at this particular phase in my life. So anyway, I want to say to you guys, if you or anyone, you know, is in need of any type of resources, please do reach out to me. Also to all of my fellow military families, wives, spouses, children, friends, parents, I want you to know that you too are in my prayers. I too am, um, getting, trying to get through all of this, right? We're all trying to get through so much. There's so many things that are happening externally and in the world. And as a military, uh, person who is either married to, or in the family with, or you are somehow connected to a military, um, soldier, whether no matter the rank, right, regardless if they're active duty, National Guard or reserve, they're all on the front line in some way, shape or form. And although they're different branches, ultimately the effects that it takes on the families is very much so very, very, very similar. And so I want you guys to know that um, my prayers and thoughts are with each and every one of you who have lost anyone in the recent um Oh, my God. And recently in Afghanistan, I don't want to even get into it because it'll have me emotional. And I'm really trying to not um, get into that. But I want you guys to know that I am praying with you guys. I am here and you, too, if you need any type of assistance or any type of resources that you feel would you would need, whether you have lost someone or you're just dealing with someone uh, waiting for them to come back from deployment, anticipating them leaving for deployment or just in limbo because you do not know what is about to happen. Please do reach out to me. Um, I have a, many resources for that as well, because I, too, am very, very closely intertwined with military life due to my life partner um, recently coming back from deployment for the second time in 16 months. And um getting ready to go on yet another assignment. So again, we're all here. We're all one. We're all together. If you need anything, please do not hesitate to reach out to me. I am here to assist in any way possible and anything I don't have access to, I will work diligently to get for you guys. Okay. Now let's get into, um, let's get into the overall energy for September. We know that there are a lot of different things that are happening right now, and there are a lot of different things that are unfolding in our lives personally as well as externally. And we also know the only thing that we're able to control is that of which we are in possession of. We cannot control anything externally, and that does not change the fact that external factors do affect us. Now, I want to be honest with you guys and say that going into September, and throughout Virgo season, September, I'll get into the Libra season astrological overview as Libra season begins. But I'm going to stay on the Virgo season because I want to 
um, not confuse anybody, right? And I don't want anybody to be all over the place when it comes to the energy because it is going to be all over the place for sure. But one of the main things that I feel is so necessary for us to remember is that this is an ever unfolding constant journey that we're all going to be on for some time. And we can't anticipate what that's going to look like at the end of any type of road. We don't know what the end of the road is. We don't know how it's going to pan out. All we know is that we're on this journey and we have to do what we're needing to do to sustain throughout this journey every single day. Okay. Now, one thing that I can tell you is that I have began my fast and this must might, might be a little bit TMI, but for the ladies, um, my lunar cycle as a woman is it falls around the full moon and it hasn't yet began, but the full moon um, was just happened last week. And so I'll let you guys know that my body is definitely feeling it. It is definitely coming. I can definitely anticipate what it's going to be like. And it's, I'm ready for it to just come on because <laughs> I can feel that the, the pains of it, right? The cramps of it, the uncomfortableness. But once it happens, it's like a relief. And that's basically how things are going to unfold in our life. We are holding on and anticipating so much of what we are fearing would happen. But the truth of the matter is, is regardless, we have to push through, not for any other reason other than we are assigned this path and this is what we're needing to do. So much like anything in life, we are coming up on a constant of challenges that we're going to have to create an arsenal book of remedies for, you know, and that's part of what this fast that I'm on is about the preparation for the Libra season fast because Libra season fast is going to be significantly different than the end of year fast that I do and I've done for the last two years. Um, this is going to be about building up your repertoire. It's about building up your remedy books, building up the parts of your life that you can go to and you can access and you can obtain the resource that you need to sustain you in any situation that you may find yourself dealing with. So it's going to be an in-depth, but yet interesting way of building for yourself. But first, before you can do that, you have to be in balance. You have to be in control and you have to be in a space of awareness of what it is that you may be needing and what it is that you are requiring and what it is that you are desiring to unfold in your life. Now, I've told you guys that this season is going to be big on relationships and it is it's going to be monumental for a lot of people most importantly it's going to be monumental for the relationship that you have with yourself how connected you are to yourself how connected you are to your thoughts how connected you are to what it is that you need and what you desire and how you are constantly sabotaging yourself and releasing everything or refusing to release the things that you need to release so that you can become more one of, of with yourself. And so we're in this space where a lot of you are needing to know this month that you are on a path that is significantly um, challenging. And the reason being is because there are some things that you're needing to know about yourself. There are, th there are some things that you're needing to be aware of. But most importantly, there are some things that you're needing to change and challenge yourself about. And you've been on this 
path and you've been in this journey for so long and you've continued to do the same thing. You may have shifted and tried to change it once or twice and then you go back into your bad habits. But something is going to unfold and something is going to happen that is going to require a significant change and once you initiate once you are initiated into that change you will not be able to go back to the way things were before and one of the biggest things that i'm feeling about that is that there will be a big sense of hesitancy for a lot of you because even though you may hate the way that things may be even though you may be uncomfortable and not happy with the way things may be a big part of you has settled for that space because it has become comfortable. The uncomfortableness about it has become your comfort zone. The part that has been the biggest challenge for you has become your solitude. And that is what is going to be shaken up. But it is needed to be said to you that regardless to what it is that is being shaken up, it is happening so that a cycle in your life can end and a new cycle in your life can begin. That will bring a sense of rebirth, a sense of transformation, a sense of renewal to your life. And throughout this process, regardless to what it may look like, regardless to what it may appear to be, you are safe. You're loved. You're in a space where you are needing to understand that and know that you can't do anything but win once you have been initiated into this space. You can't do anything but succeed once you've been initiated in the space because the initiation has only been to support what it is you are divinely ordained and orchestrated to do. But in order to do that, in order to embrace that, you must surrender. You have to surrender and you can't keep fighting against the inevitable, which is change. The inevitable is change. And it's starting within the changing of who you are, the devotion to yourself, the devotion to the times, the devotion to the challenges, the devotion to the growth, the devotion to the sacrifice that you have continuously made for everyone other than yourself. This is about speaking up for you. This is about standing in your truth. This is about allowing yourself to come out of the solitude, come out of the space where you've allowed yourself to be held bondage in bondage by yourself. You have held yourself in bondage out of fear of what is on the outside and what is on the outside is everything that's within. You're just needing to push it out. This is a new beginning. And these new beginnings are very scary because you do not know what that new beginning is going to look like. But you are for sure aware that it's going to look different than what it has ever looked before. And that's what you should be looking forward to. But instead, you're running from it. And so the parts of you that have been bound to this older version of you is going to be shaken up a bit. This part of you that has been playing nice, playing quiet, playing meek, playing underneath the radar is going to be shaken up. And you're going to have to fight yourself to get outside of that. But are you willing to do it? Are you willing to unleash that inner wildness in you that is going to stand up against you when it is the only, only adversity that you face? Because the truth be told, the biggest challenge you'll ever have, the biggest battle and the biggest warrior you'll ever face is you. You're having to go inside and tap into your passion and fight for it.
You're having to tap into the inevitable within yourself. You're having to hunt down the inner parts of you that have been hiding, that have been very quiet, that have been isolating itself because it is afraid of what it could potentially be. You know, people always talk about people that are afraid of failure. And I guess in a sense, there are people who are really, really afraid of failure. But I think the biggest component that that people really very seldom speak about is that people are truly afraid of success and not just the success that other people put on them. That's not real success. Success is you being able to really live up to what you know yourself, what you know that you can be knowing yourself to actually be able to achieve what it is you say. That is a free, fearful thing because you then have to know in the flesh that your manifestation started with you. Your thoughts really created your reality. And wow, you succeeded at that. Your ideas really did pan out the way it needed to. And oh my God, I succeeded at that. The fact that you really are the money pot the whole time. I can't believe it. Wow. I'm really successful with that. That is something that is really, really frightening because when you realize that you were the person and you were the entity that was holding you back the whole time, you have no one else to blame but you. You have no one else to face but you. And facing off with self is the most difficult thing because facing off with self requires me to admit that the whole time the culprit was inside now that's going to require you standing up for yourself that's going to require you being honest with yourself that's going to require you to stand in the truth of who you know yourself to be and also embrace the vulnerability because that too is a part of you embracing the parts of you that you've pretended didn't exist embracing the parts of you that have ignored the seeds that needed to grow and prosper the parts of you that needed to become aware of Everything that you had the potential to be, but you ran from if that's in relationships, it's realizing that I wasn't able to stand up and say that I wanted that I wanted to fight for this relationship, but my ego got in the way. I wanted to mend the relationship, but my pride got in the way. I wanted to protect what we had. I wanted to hold it as sacred, but it didn't fit in to what everyone else thought was going to be considered as a, a sacred union it wasn't the norm it wasn't something everyone expected it to be and when you realize that the only reason you didn't have it was because of you that's a hard pill to swallow your pride your ego held you back your inability to embrace the vulnerability in you held you back your fear of the unknown held you back your lack of putting in effort held you back your inability to embrace the unknown held you back and finally you are met with yourself in a way that allows you to really dig deep and say you know what no more no more I can be as successful as I want I can be as fruitful as I want I can have all of the seeds that are flourishing and growing out of my wound all I, all I want but if I don't have anything or anyone to share it with what is it worth and if I'm not planting these seeds in a solid foundation, what is it worth? If I'm not able to eat off of the seeds that I have fertilized throughout all of this time and all of this sacrifice and all of this hard work, then what is it worth? Why am I so fruitful if I won't bear the fruit is required? What is it worth? And that is what 
will be coming up for you in Virgo season in September. It's this understanding that I deserve everything I said I deserved, but I know that what I deserve is far fetched compared to who I am considering to be goals. It is. It doesn't fit into the mold. It, it doesn't fit into the idea of what success should be. This person isn't who I thought or who the world thinks, who the people close to me thinks I should be with. But this person makes me happy. This person helps me to grow. This person puts all of them into what it is that we're building. And I'm afraid of what other people are going to think. So this is about walking away from that idea, not allowing yourself to be caught up in this unnecessary competition that really doesn't help you, doesn't give you anything, doesn't give you any power, doesn't give you any type of confidence, does not help you grow, doesn't help you evolve, doesn't help you to build. It's walking away from that. No longer taking risky leaps, no longer doing things that don't even make sense to me. No longer am I sacrificing my dignity, my pride, my ego for things that are only going to wash away everything that I deserve at the core. No, no more. No more. It's about utilizing your intuition, tapping into what you know, tapping into what you believe and allowing that to be what pushes you forward. And this requires a sense of closing out these ideas, closing out these perspectives, closing out these fear based ideas of success, happiness, joy. It's about choosing thyself. It's about choosing what I want. It's about choosing what I need. And it's about going against everything that comes against that. This is about pushing me forward. And yes, it's going to require some patience. Yes, because when these moments start to happening and everything starts to happening all at once and there's a lot of ups and downs and ins and outs and changes that are happening so sporadically that make me feel ungrounded, then I'm going to have to sit in that. I'm going to have to be a little bit patient. I'm not going to be able to just roam about and escape it because I know that once I get through this, I'm growing through this and I'm growing to my next space. I'm going to take some jewels with me. And so it is uncomfortable. And so it will be a little bit, you know, aggravating and frustrating, but it is something in that power, something in that potion, something that's in that amount of stress that is bringing you a sense of joy at the same time. Why? Because you know that there are jewels to be found there. And when you find them, you realize that the whole time, all you needed was to sit in it and go within so that you can find them. And that's what's going to lead you to where it is that you're needing to go. Yes, it's going to have you in your head. Yes, it's going to have you really conflicted at times, but it's going to work out for you. Because you're going out in with a sense of just a sense of innocence, almost like I'm not I don't have any ill intentions. The only intent that I have is to be happy, to be at peace, to have the sense of joy, to have the sense of understanding, to have the sense of inner control that no one can take from me. This is about allowing yourself to be curious enough about your path that you're not willing to sabotage it. And you're not willing to abort the mission of it until you see why you needed to go through it. That is something that is bringing you a sense of clarity. It's bringing you a sense of understanding. It's bringing you a sense of unattainable 
peace that you could have never gotten before had you not allowed yourself to go through it. And this is reviewing every part of your life, reviewing your career path, reviewing how you make your money, allowing yourself to put an end to anything that has been falsely creating this idea of leadership, right? This, I have to be, and I have to make, and I have to, you know, appear to and appease these type of people and this type of crowd, because that's the only way that I can really be successful. This is saying, no, I'm walking away from that. I'm putting an end to that. I'm ending out these relationships that do not help me grow. I'm ending out these career paths that just do not help me grow. I'm walking away from friendships. I'm walking away from family. I'm walking away from things that do not help me grow. If it is not for the betterment of me, I don't want to be a part of it because even subconsciously being attached to something that does not help you evolve actually deteriorates you. It actually destroys you. It chips away at your root. And eventually you will not have anything else to build off of. You'll have to continue to start over. And what is that worth when you've given everything you have just so that you can be everything that you know yourself to be? Transition is taking place. A massive death to ego is taking place. But it's okay because all of that is leading to a sense of fortunate unravelings for you an abundance of everything you desire because you're sticking to it and you're pushing through it it's giving you everything you desire everything that you wish for everything that you wanted everything that you've asked for that you didn't think you deserved it's all coming into you but once your ego is depleted you have to deplete that ego because moving out of ego is nothing that's going to get you what you want you're going to have to allow yourself to be humble enough to really go after what it is you deserve but in spirit first Once you set your mind to where it is that you're wanting to go, the energy that you put out attracts you in that space and pushes you in that space and you have no choice but to move forward. But are you ready for it? Maybe not. Does it mean that you'll have to let go of a lot of things? Maybe so. But this is where your alchemetic nature comes in. This is where you're able to use, utilize that Virgo energy of, you know what, let me think about this. Let me process this. Let me analyze this. Let me walk and talk and concentrate on this. Let me get more focused on what it is that I need. Let me not make rushed decisions. Let me brainstorm this. Let me sit with this. Let me think about how this is going to affect me long term. And then I'll make my decision. I'm not making risky decisions and taking leaps and jumping out there in recklessness. I am going to make a leap and take a leap once I've analyzed what it is. Once I look at the pros and the cons, once I actually sit and dissect what it means for me. Virgo season is about analytical ideologies. It's about sitting with the truth of who you are, processing that, rocking it through with a fine, thin tooth comb if you need to before you make a decision. Because once you make a decision, you understand that it is permanence. You understand that I'm not going to just be making a decision and run away from it. No, when I say I am committed to this, that is what it is. So you want to take your time. You want to take your time. Because the opportunities that are coming in from you taking your time are really, really, really powerful. And it's bringing again a transformation that you never in your life could have expected if you had not been in position to actually be where you're needing to be so that you can go through this process. It's not easy. It's not easy at all. 
And September is going to remind you of the things that maybe you've overlooked or the things that you didn't want to really think about. And it's putting you in this space where there are sudden changes. But how how do you respond to the unexpected? How do you respond to the things that are unprecedented? How do you respond to the unforeseen? What do you do? Do you panic or do you tap in? What do you do? This is about I, I, ideology. Let me see. Ideal. This is about ideal understanding of the ideologies that you've allowed yourself to believe in and then separating yourself from it in a way that helps benefit you going forward. This is about your identity in relationships to others. This is about how you are in a relationship compared to the relationship with yourself versus the relationship with others. This is about dating. This is about marriage. It's about partnerships. This is about committing. This is about your idea of commitment. This is about a multitude of things. This is about solidifying what you want, solidifying what you need and being okay with the decisions that you make. That's what this is about. This is about how you view authority and leadership and power. This is about your reputation, your status socially, what it means to you, what it doesn't mean to you. This is about career paths. This is about the journey of finding that career path. This is about walking away from career paths if needed because they no longer fit who you're becoming. This is about being able to make a decision. This is about choosing. Sometimes it's also about if you're in the military, like I said, there's a lot of changes that are happening. This is about people deciding, do I want that for my life or do I not? Do I want to walk away from this or do I not? Do I want to go into something that's beneficial to everyone? How do I view the government? How do I view the things that I'm sensing about the government? How do I become a part of the change? This is analyzing everything. This is analyzing your fathers. This is analyzing the males in your life. This is about analyzing yourself. How are you tapping into that masculinity? How are you showing up for that masculinity? How are you birthing and helping evolve masculinity? This is all about growth in all facets. And it's all to push you forward. So September is going to put a massive, massive amount of pressure on you for the good. For the good. Okay. I do want to tell you guys health wise. Just make sure that you are Virgo rules. Health in. Pancreas, small intestine, digestive system. So make sure that you are hydrating yourself. Focus on your health. Get your checkups if you need to. Make sure that you are eating foods that are easily digested. And if you're not, eat foods that are allowing you to um, release if need be. Because you don't want to be backed up. Okay? Okay. So let's go over a few of the dates for September before we end this episode. Um, I want to give you guys a couple of dates that are going to be kicking off September and how it may affect you, right? September 2nd, we have Mars that is entering in. It's Mars in Virgo going against Neptune in Pisces. And we know that Mars is all about action. It is fire. Now with Mars going into Virgo, which is Virgo, we already know it's very mutable. It is very, Mars is cardinal, but Virgo is very mutable, easily adaptable, but it is a earth sign. 
which means it is deeply penetrating. So this is a lot of fire on a deep level. This is about fire, passion, action on a ground level going against Neptune and Pisces. So this could be a distortion. Neptune is the planet of illusion. It is the planet of spirituality. It is the planet of deception at times, depending on what angles it is. It is the planet of things not being so clear. Pisces, again, Pisces is ruled by Neptune, loves to be in Neptune, loves this type of energy. Pisces is a spiritual energy, but Pisces is very mutable as well. Being that Pisces is mutable, that in Virgo is not a horrible transit. It's analyzing your spiritual beliefs, analyzing your idea of, you know, uh, partnerships and your idea of sensuality, your ideas of all things mystic. Right. But with this Neptunian placement, it could be a very unclear type of energy. So this could be an aspect that challenges you to think about how you view your path in life. What's real and what's not? What's truth and what's not? What's an internal thing versus an external thing that's yours or not? This is all about digging deep in the realms of your spirituality and the realms of your beliefs and the realms of your sensuality, all things, you know, religion, all things. This is about analyzing it and moving beyond it, deeply going into it and really dissecting and trying to get an understanding of what it is that you're saying you believe or think. September 4th is when Mercury that is currently in Libra is forming a trine, which is a, a triangle, a deep, beautiful a connection with Saturn in Aquarius. Now, this is very beautiful because we have Mercury, which is a planet of communication that um, is in Libra, which is all about balance. It is all about, um, it's my planet of Mayotte. This season of Mayotte is Libra for me. And it's all about bringing justice and balance and understanding overall to whatever it is that it's in. So with Mercury being in Libra in Saturn in Aquarius, Saturn is about discipline. It's about authority. It is about, you know, structures and Aquarius is innovative. It is all about free flowing, but it's also ruled by Uranus, which is sudden changes, shouldn't sudden ways of doing things, technology, innovative ways of logically processing things from a detached space. So there's not a lot of emotion here, but there is a lot of thinking. There is a lot of processing. There is a lot of communication when it comes to areas of your life that are needing more balance, areas of your life that are needing more understanding. And you're needing to really process, think about and dig deeper in these aspects. And so this particular transit is it's the second time that this particular aspect has shown up. But it's a good time to weigh in all your options before coming up with any decision. Like I just said before, we're not going to just take a leap and make a decision. We're thinking about it. We are in Virgo season. So we are all about analyzing, all about processing, not just leaping out, doing something because that's what we're expected to do. Really, really processing it from a way that is sort of emotionally detached, but emotionally present at the same time. I am aware of my emotions. I've analyzed my emotions. I have logically processed my emotions and now I'm able to connect to it in a way that pushes it forward and communicate it in a way that is loving, that is balanced, that is allowing a scope of different ways to resolving the issue. 
September the 5th, we have Venus in Libra going against Pluto in Capricorn. Venus is the planet of assets, love, sensuality, aesthetics. It rules your five senses. It rules anything that has to do with the things that you care about, things that you love, the way the foods that you eat, the sensuality nature of everything, right? It rules everything that has to do with you in a way that affects your love life. It affects beauty, how you see yourself, what you love, why you're attracted to certain things. It just rules so many different things, right? So Venus and Libra is all about bringing balance to that. Um, but it also can create with it going against Pluto, which is all about Pluto and Capricorn is a big thing has been since 2020 even kicked off. Pluto is about death transformation and rebirth. So it is about rebirthing and ending parts of you that are too vain, that don't have a lot of balance, that do not have a real position to play when it comes to the fundamentals of your life. Capricorn is all about your life in a way of how does this create fundamental changes that create a fundamental strategy and foundation to our lives. How is this affecting our finances? What areas are you too vain? Are you overspending, overindulging, overcompensating, overcompromising in spaces of beauty just so that you can you're compromising everything that has to do with the home front or everything that has to do with our fundamentals and our finances for vanity? So this can be in a multitude of different ways, regardless to which way it is. It can bring a bit of power struggles that create tensions in relationships and put a lot of strain when it comes to your assets. So this is going to be one of those days that you want to be make very careful about what you're spending money on, what you're spending your time on, how you are not um, pouring too much out. You're doing too much. You're giving too much. This is all about putting this under the microscope so that you can see what you're needing to will in and what you're needing to or what you can continue to indulge in without it risking everything. Then on September 6th, we have the new moon that is in Virgo. We have the new moon, which is all about new beginnings. It's about harvesting seeds, sowing seeds, manifestation. It's about creating a sense of newness. And being that this is the first new moon of the season, which is in Virgo, this is going to be one of those energies that is going to help you to analyze all things regarding your life, health wise, career wise, relationships, seeing how you can make things more perfect in the Virgo quote unquote way. But we know that there's no sense of there's no idea of perfection, but to Virgo, it needs to be if not perfect, doggone near for it to even pass the test. So this is about constantly thinking, processing, going over and over and over again in your head about how and creating a strategy. This can also be bringing about a lot of surprises when it comes to the culmination of finances. It could be sudden gifts. Um, it could be. Just sudden things that occurred that have allowed a sense of abundance to come to you unexpectedly with this Uranian type of energy. It's an unexpected sense of happiness, peace and fulfillment in areas of your health, career and relationships. So I would suggest really taking the 
an eye on your habits, looking at routines, strategizing, etc., and so on, so that you're able to really figure out what it is that you're trying your best to uh, re maybe restructure or create a better balance for. On the same day, we have Mars entering Virgo going against Pluto and Capricorn. Now, the day before, remember, we have Venus and Libra going against Pluto, which is called in Capricorn, which is causing tension in relationships. Well, with this Mars and Virgo going um, very close connected, not going against, but causing like a loving connection with Pluto and Capricorn. This is making you confident. This is creating this sense of action in regards to what you have already processed, what you've already thought about, what you've already analyzed and write out and brainstormed. This is about giving you the ambition. It can gives you a, give you a sense of a boost of, in your confidence when it comes to tackling certain things and making changes or being proud almost of the work that you put in or the things or the restraints that you've allowed yourself to have when it comes to Pluto and, and Capricorn. So it's about looking at the results of what you have been doing and how you have been working hard and what you have been processing and motivating you to continue on because you're starting to see the benefits of it. You're starting to see a bit of the work play off, pay off in a sense, right? Also on the same day, we have Venus and Libra going in a close vicinity with Jupiter and Aquarius. We already know what Venus and Libra is. I just explained it because it's happening the day before. But we also have Jupiter going into Aquarius. This is amazing energy because it is a beautiful day. Venus is love, aesthetics, etc. and so on, right? And it going in Libra is all about balance. So with it be forming a loving trine, which is a connection with Jupiter in Aquarius, we know Jupiter is a planet of of abundance and it expands and with it being in Aquarius Aquarius is all about the unorthodox it's all about innovation it's all about you know not so much emotion but action in it and, and it likes to be different the wild card almost right so this combination will make you feel a bit powerful on the six you could have a bunch of emotions happening on this day and it could be really, really good when it comes to starting your romantic relationships, creating a newness in the relationships, having fun, just a sense of joy, this sense of uh, excitement and peace and just an easy flow of energy that is very, very much needed. Right. On the 10th, we're going to have Venus, which is the planet of, as I just stated, aesthetics, love, etc. So on entering into Scorpio. Now, this is going to be very different and difficult for a lot of people because Scorpio is a very mysterious type of energy. My fellow water signs, I love them. But Scorpio is very intense. It's mystical. It's very mystique. You don't really know what to expect unless you know the Scorpio, right? It's a very passionate, secretive, uh, could be obsessive, um, very, very lusty, sensual, passionate, but also deep, very much so resourceful, um, can be compulsive, can be destructive, can even be manipulative. So this type of energy is very, very interesting. And it, it can be very uncomfortable for Venus to be in Scorpio because Venus is a free flowing, um, very sensual light type of energy. It likes to be, but in Scorpio it has no, no choice, but to be intense. So for a planet of love and finances to be in Scorpio, 
This could bring about an energy in the next few weeks that can be very intense time for jealousy, obsession in relationships, over controlling, um, being triggered by the distance, being very mystique. It can also be very mindful of people using their sensuality as a form of manipulation. Finances as a, as a means of luring someone in as a form of manipulation. This could be withholding these things as a form of retaliation. You know, just a lot of different things could happen, but it also can be a silent power that stimulates the connection and takes it to that next level. So just be very careful around this energy because it can play out in a multitude of ways, depending on where you are and who you are in how this type of energy is playing out in your life. On the 14th, we have Mars that will be entering into Libra. Mars is the planet, as I stated, of action, fire, sex, revolution, all of that. And it is not a good placement. Mars does not like being in Libra. Libra is a cardinal energy, but Libra is, well, no, Libra is not cardinal. Libra is fixed. Is Libra? Let me think. Um. Libra is one of those energies that is, yeah, it's a cardinal energy. So it likes to take the lead. Mars likes to take the lead as well. So you got two very cardinal take lead type of energies, but they do it in two totally different ways. So because you have Mars, which is like a warrior energy, the next couple weeks could feel pretty difficult because Libra is all about bringing balance. It is about slowing down and I'm going to take the lead because I am a grounded energy. Libra is grounded energy and it is a cardinal energy. So it likes to go forward. That means it is about willing in that fire. You're not going to just be out here sporadically doing whatever you want to do. You're going to have to slow it down. So there could be power struggles. There could be this sense of feeling like you're, you're held back. You're not really able to do what you want. You're not able to really uh, mash off the way that you would desire to because it's all about bringing balance and if you're struggling to bring balance then this could cause a scattered feeling this can feel drained you can feel very tired and agitated by the inability to move forward so be very mindful around this time that you're being patient with yourself you're allowing yourself patience you're allowing yourself the grace to get through this and deal with whatever you needed to deal with on a timely matter but as you are able to energetically on the 14th we have the sun in virgo which is virgo season going against neptune and pisces this is where your vision can be very cloudy right you can see the world in yourselves but it's like rose colored glasses almost. It's not as clear as you would like it to be. There is some confusion. There's some things that are just missing. There's just some parts that are not really being said. So be very mindful during this time to really sit and think about what it is that you're reacting to, what it is that something is being said to you before you make a decision, before you act on impulse, just sit with it for a minute because it may come out, especially with um, this being the shadow period of mercury retrograde in libra this can be a time where it's just things are very 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 unclear and there's a lot of uh, delusions so you want to take precautions before you react or act on anything during this time as we're getting closer to this retrograde that's happening in libra on the 16th we have the sun in virgo which is virgo uh, forming another 
um, aspect to Pluto and Capricorn, which is another beautiful energy that we had days before. It's a positive one and it allows whatever changes that have already been in the process, whatever changes have already been happening to smoothly go without resistance, which is really beautiful right before Mercury retrograde, because when Mercury retrograde happens, things slow down. So this is a very beautiful um, resolution to whatever work you've been doing on the core level when it comes to your relationships, your home life, your health and matters of your career choices. This could be finalizing a job offer. This could be getting um, the assistance that you've been waiting on financially. These are things that are working out. This could also be a proposal. Um, this could be solidifying or renewing vows. This could be a lot of different things that you're putting into place or discussing so that you can move forward. So that's very beautiful. And then on the 17th, we have Venus and Scorpio going against Saturn and Aquarius. Again, this is very difficult aspect because it can bring delays. It can bring jealousy, emotional distance. Um, Saturn is discipline. Saturn is authority. Saturn is very masculine. Aquarius is detached emotionally, but logical. So this could be with Venus and Scorpio, which this could be frustrations when it comes to sex. It could be withholding. It could be unfulfillment in those areas, sensually, sexually, just backed up, not able to express lack of intimacy. All of these things can unfold. Um, a lack of feeling connected. All of these things can unfold around this aspect that cause difficulties in relationships and then the inability to communicate about them could stem, bring some jealousy, bring a bit of, you know, delays in solutions that may be needed. So be very patient with yourself, especially because two days later, there will be a full moon in Pisces. Now I'll do another episode about this, but this is a beautiful, uh, culmination of releasing the inhibitions of your journey spiritually emotionally sensually this is about allowing yourself to tap into what inspires you giving yourself personal power it's not a day to make any changes to anything it's just a day to see what unfolds and how it makes you feel journaling will be a beautiful time for this meditation will be a beautiful time for this energy uh releasing Anything that has held you back that's felt too restrictive will be beautiful under this energy. And that is exactly what this should be used for. On the same day, there's Mercury and Libra forming a beautiful trine with Jupiter and Aquarius. This is a good day. Beautiful energy for making plans, traveling, learning some new things, not really solidifying any new begin new things like making new decisions, but. Um, finalizing some plans before they actually go into place, right? This could also be a day where this is an intense day that you're not wanting to really share. And I want to share your relationships and I really want to share a lot with other people. You're kind of wanting your privacy. This is about digging deeper, going within, healing these partnerships in a way that is isolated from the world, Digging deep, being emotional, spiritual and mentally grounding yourself and allowing yourself to grow through and feel through and express in solitude. This is what this energy could also bring up for you as well. And that is the last aspect that I want to talk about for Virgo season, because 22nd is when um, Libra season begins. And so that'll be a total different energy that we're about to shift into. But this right here, you can see that the remaining the first couple of weeks of September, which is the last couple of weeks of Virgo season, is going to be about digging deeper. I, I know 
analyzing and idolizing what it is that works for you, what you're wanting, what you're needing, what you're needing so that you're able to flow through and really evolve on a deeper level. All of these things are what Virgo season is about, because when we get into Libra season, it's going to be about bringing balance and applying what you've already learned and known to the new chapter. Right. So this is going to be very beautiful, um, really, really good. And it feels really good. Um, we just want to be very aware, but also optimistic at the same time, but very cautious and conscious of what could be unfolding for us. Okay. So this is your Virgo season, um, September astrological overview. And I hope that it brings you a bit of understanding and clarity. I hope that you guys are utilizing what parts are needed and bringing you a bit of understanding and preparation for what it is you could be experiencing going throughout the remaining of Virgo season. Regardless to what unfolds, regardless to how it unfolds, understand that it's all meant to help you evolve on the level that you're on. It is not to hurt you. It is not set up to destroy you. It is set up that you live more authentically. Okay, so. This has been your daily dose of energy. I love you guys. As I stated, I've started my fast. So um, I am also working on the agenda for the fast that we all will be doing starting on the 22nd of Libra season. So I'm very excited about this. Very, very excited about this. And I know that it's going to be very empowering, which is why I have to do my fast first so that I can ground myself and get myself in a space to where I can share with you guys and also get more insights internally of what I'm needing to add or what I'm needing to do with this particular fast that we're about to be doing in Libra season altogether. Okay. So I love you guys. Thank you so much for all your love, your support. Thank you for your, for everything, your emails. Um, I will be putting out the September newsletter this week for you guys. Lord willing, because I didn't do one for August and that was my intention. But there were so many things that were happening. So I wasn't able to. But I, I definitely have high intentions as well to do this for this week for September. Um, if you have any questions or anything, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. I'm here for you guys. I love you guys. Thank you so much again for everyone who is new. The new subscribers. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I definitely do appreciate your support as well. Um, this this podcast continues to grow so much and it it's not lost on me that it is because of the souls that I'm connecting with and the people who really believe in what is being said and shared here and taught here. So thank you guys. I love you guys. And until our next daily dose of energy, be gentle with yourselves, be gentle with other people and know that you deserve to be where you know you deserve to be. OK, I love you guys. Until our next daily dose of energy. Bye.